Jesus is saying here is there's a new covenant, covenant of God. The old one was a Passover. That's why we as Christians don't celebrate it. The new covenant is the promise that God makes with all mankind, not just the Israelites. That, that if we, that he will forgive and restore communion with those whose hearts believe in his son, Jesus. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. On this particular Passover, sin free Jesus became the Passover lamb without blemish, paying the price for yours and for my freedom from bondage of sin. In Luke 15, Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep, coins, and son. These all refer to us when, when we were not saved, when we were lost. All three of these parables, parables have a celebration at the end when the lost kids are found. Luke 15, verses 22 to 24. But the Father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's eat and celebrate. The day you accept Jesus into your heart is a, is a great celebration, in heaven and on earth. I encourage you to hold on to that day, treasure it, celebrate it. But more than that, when you wake up in the morning, celebrate the journey with Jesus. Worship Jesus for who he is and what he has done for you. Walk the Christian life in celebration. Moving on with the Exodus story, Pharaoh calls him Moses and Aaron in the night and he tells them they can go. They walk out of Egypt carrying a kneading trough wrapped in clothing on their shoulders and a couple of valuables. That's why I want to give you an idea of what an eating cloth is. The, they used to bake the, the what do they mix the teeth, mix the dough. <laughs> <laughs> you need the dough in this. So a lot, most of the Egyptians would have needed dough for the for the tip. They would have wrapped that in clothing. And I assume that they got some valuables and stuff from the Egyptians, so they would have had a little bit of gold and stuff with them. And they would have carried that out of Egypt. Can I try and build a picture for you today? If you look around you today, this is the kind of mix that of the people of Israel that would have lived. Some old, some young. It's a pity the kids aren't here. Would have given a good picture. So the whole lot of us, each each member of the family carrying their dough. Some of them carrying kids. Some of them carrying swords because it was an army. Moses carrying a staff. Some herding the goats. Some carrying chickens. 
So I'm carrying Joseph's bodies. Can I add another picture to this image? I don't know if you can see it, but this would be us walking all together. And there in the front is the cloud leading the people. Isn't this what the church look like? All of us helping each other with one purpose, following Jesus. Yes, Moses was probably in front, but he was also following. If we follow our leader, how can we be divided? Getting back to Exodus, God guides, comforts. My third point is God guides, comforts, and protects. Exodus chapter 13, verse 17. When Pharaoh let the people let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country. Though that was shorter, God said, if they face war, they may change their minds and return to Egypt. So here is the map of where the Israelites traveled. This is where they were supposed to end up. Sometimes God will direct us in a direction we don't understand. Why are we going along with God? Exodus 13, verse 20 to 23, 22. After leaving Sukkoth, you must know how many times I've tried to practice that word. <laughs> they came to Ethel, I've got that one, on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of town to guide them on their way. And by night, a pillar of fire to give them light. So they could travel by day or by night. Neither the pillar of town by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. The pillar not only guided the people, but comforted them. The same kind of comfort that a child has when they know that their parents are close by. When, uh, when I was young, I, I uh, went camping in the desert. Um, and I went really ill prepared because the desert's hot, isn't it? Um, and sure, my lesson was learned from, with a few cold nights. The, 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 the nights in the desert were very cold. And uh, I hope this can give a picture of the pillar of fire being. The warmth and comfort that, the God, that God offers. God is always with us that night. Exodus 14, the Israelites see Egyptians marching after them. Exodus 14, verse 19 to 20. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of the Israelite army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of God was moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, 
but cloud or darkness to one side and light to the other. So neither went. So neither went near the other or like God stands as our protector. My fourth point. Rescue plan. Exodus 14, verses 15 to 16. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to raise, tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the waters so the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. As the people traveled through the Red, Red Sea, God had a rescue plan. God had made a way for the Israelites to cross the Red Sea. God also has a rescue plan for you and for me through Jesus dying on the cross and shedding his blood. Interesting, isn't it? That the Red Sea is, is, is where the Israelites crossed. The Israelites only needed to walk through. God had done the work. Similarly, all we need to do is believe. Jesus has done the work. If you walk across, you'll be saved as one of God's people, free to worship and free to serve. If you remain on the west side of the sea, Pharaoh is going to take you back to Egypt. You'll remain a slave. And you'll probably die that slave. Exodus 14, verse 26. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. And the waters went back. I've got some bad news. If you were in your tonight and camped on the west side of the sea and went on a sightseeing trip through the mountains, you've missed your chance. If you went out to find something nice for the kids to eat, you've missed your chance. If you try to go back to Egypt to get your investment out, Mr. Charles. Just like the Israelites had limited time, the band across the sea. From when the sea opened to when it closed, we too have a limited time to accept Jesus as our Savior. James 14, James 4, verse 14. you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. 
You are just like a vapor that appears for a little while then vanishes away. I know it's been a short message, but in my conclusion, I'd like to reorder my points for you. God has guided you to this point in your life. He's guided you through. Direction you've heard from other people. He's protected you. He's comforted you. That has brought you up to this point in your life where you sit now. The Red Sea is open and ready for you to cross. There will be a celebration in heaven. And there will be a celebration for the rest of your life. Get plugged into a church. Thank you, Benny. Um, I know it's, a, it's quite a short message, but um, I just want to say just a couple of things before uh, I, I just um, add on to what he has already spoken about. Uh, first and foremost, well done, it's, not, it's never easy coming up and uh, as, a, as a hardware man, I've become a hardware man uh, uh, five years ago. Uh, a song we sang that says, uh, I, 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 I build on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And, and as we are singing that song, it just reminded me of, of how it takes, um, we, we look at the architect's plan, first and uh, then the foundation is built and uh, there's so much that goes underneath and but there's a planet that you you're you're looking at and um, i remember uh, uh the, the first time they came to king city um uh, how he has grown and it, it's, it's so amazing how he has really honestly grown and you can see the plan that god has for, for him and uh, and the, the purpose that God has for him. So, I mean, as you really clapped for him, let me just quickly pray for him and, and, and thank God for, for the message he has given him. Father, we give you thanks and praise. We thank you, Father God, that your, your hand is upon Brendan, Father God, in his hands of Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, for what you are doing in his life. We thank you, Father God, for the increase Lord God, of, of more of you in his life, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that, um, that Lord God, you continue to strengthen me. It's not never easy, Father God, standing up before people and uh, sharing your words before, before them, oh Father God. For it is a heavy, heavy burden, oh Father God. It is not something that's right and should never be taken lightly, Lord God. But Father God, it comes with, with so much great responsibility. So Father God, we give you thanks and praise for what you have um, I've done to bring you to you to do the living in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.